Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. You're listening to Room 104. You can download and subscribe to the Room 104 podcast on any of the podcast platforms that you use, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, Acast, Stitcher, the lot. All of tonight's interviews and features will be up there. Um, and now we are talking to somebody who was wrongfully convicted for a murder they did not commit and spent more than two decades in prison and uh, was thankfully uh, released into talk to us more about that, about his story, about what happened um, and his experiences behind bars. Mark Shand joins us on the line now. Mark, thank you for popping on. How are you? You're welcome. Thanks for having me. The most fascinating story that we've ever come across. 100%, yeah. Um, And we're so grateful that you came to talk to us tonight. What happened? Well, in a nutshell, in 1986, I was arrested, taken to Massachusetts, Connecticut, from from Connecticut to Massachusetts. I was subsequently put on trial for a murder that I had absolutely 100% no involvement in whatsoever. I waited in trial about a year. After a year, I was put on trial and I was found guilty and sentenced to natural life in prison without the eligibility of parole. I served 27 years in prison before I was released in 2013. I was fully exonerated and my name was 100% cleared of all charges. And um, here I am. Do you mind me asking, what exactly was the crime that they pinned you for? Oh, it was murder. Yeah, first degree murder. I was convicted of someone else's murder. And um, the way I got out was some of the people that were involved in the crime in one way or another after 27 years admitted to it and not only they admitted to it, they also testified that they, I wasn't there with them and three out of the four didn't even know me. So your name was dragged in and you weren't even at the crime mm-hmm. scene? My name wasn't dragged in. My name was deliberately put in by the police department in Hartford, Connecticut. The police department from another state came, four officers came to investigate a case that had happened in their state. They asked the state that I resided in at the time who they thought done it. And instead of them doing their due diligence and investigating the case, they handed me over and said they thought I did it. Well, the state of Massachusetts took pictures of me and stuff like that back to Massachusetts and forced and coerced and made people lie to identify me as the murderer and got on the stand and did so. And they did and the case stuck and I was sentenced to life in jail. So you're sitting in a courtroom and people are blatantly lying about what had happened and framing you for doing this. That must have been torture. Oh yeah, it definitely was. Yes, it was. And what was life like in jail? Well, you know, it was prison. I mean, you know, I was in a six by nine cell with, you know, with a toilet bowl and a sink inside of the cell. And, um, you know, 
It was basically prison. It was everything you think prison is, you know. Uh, I wasn't good. I was ripped away from my family. I had three young sons when I got locked up. And um, by the time I got out of prison, they were 30, 31, and 32 years old, Jesus. you know. When I went in jail, they was one, two, and a newborn, you know. So, you know, it wasn't a good experience. I was ripped away from my family for no good reason. Was it a jury trial? So it was obviously a jury who decided to convict and, and put you in prison. Yes, a jury of 12. But the jury didn't hear the full evidence because a lot of stuff was withheld from the jury. And then... When they delivered their verdict, I mean, you must have been fit to... I, I can't imagine what that would have been like, knowing you're 100% innocent and having a jury say, no, no, you're guilty and you're going to prison now forever. Well, uh, you know, it was kind of surreal. I mean, you know, everybody in courtroom started screaming and my mom was screaming and, and everybody was screaming. And, um, you know, it was a little bit surreal. I was kind of numb, to tell you the truth, at that point. What happened in my original trial was there was a lot of evidence that was withheld from my original attorney that he didn't have. And had he had some of this stuff, we would have definitely got a not guilty verdict. Uh, there was a two-page document on the first page described the crime. On the second page described the um, assailant. The assailant was described as a five-foot man with rotten tooth, 30 years old. I'm 5'11". I still have all my original tooth. None of them are rotten. And at the time, I was 20, and the assailant was 30. So uh, they taped over page two of two, ripped off the first page, and gave it to my attorney. Second page, six, six years later, when they took my brother to trial, we found the second page, and they matched our uh, notes with my attorney and she had the first page and we figured out it was a two-page document. So stuff like this, the jury was not aware of. So they, they found me guilty. You know, they, they had whatever evidence they had, they had, but they, it was a lot of evidence that was withheld from them. Also, the police department in the state where I reside, they also told the uh, officers in the, in the other state that they thought they had the wrong person because their confidential informant told them that they may have the wrong person in the van that was at the scene of the crime. And would they like him to hold the van that was, you know, he was looking at it at the time and they hung up the phone on him. So, I mean, you know, it was a lot of things going on. It's like a, it's a made-up story. It doesn't It doesn't sound real. Yeah, and like, if you wrote that, you'd be like, nah, Sasha, that would never happen in the real world. Happen. And they're like, oh. Exactly. Well, that's what a lot of people thought it would never happen. It, it was really intricate. There's a lot of different moving parts, you know what I mean? Uh, police hiding stuff and, and witness tampering and all kind of stuff going on. Withholding exculpatory evidence, yeah, it was, it was a total mess. Total mess. And how did your family <laughs> feel? Did, did At any point, did they think you, you did this? Oh, no. Everyone in my family knew I wasn't there. My wife and I was... I was getting a root canal at the time in Yukon Medical Center. My wife was at my side, so she knew I didn't do it. And all my family knew I had absolutely nothing to do with the case. All the officers that reside in this state actually knew I didn't do it because they would tell the private investigators to come and talk to them that they thought I had nothing to do with the case and they couldn't believe I was still incarcerated for the murder. So, so everyone in the town knew I had nothing to do with the case, but I still did three decades in prison. Like, why do you think they did that to the evidence and tampered with the evidence and, and prevented your attorney from getting evidence? And why, why did they set you up and frame you for this? Well, the district attorney's offices in America cannot be held accountable for wrongful conviction. Most of them are used as a political stepping stone to become a senator or governor, and in order to do so, you have to rack up convictions and tell people that you put a lot of people away. So it was more about getting a conviction than solving the crime. You gotta think, they put me in jail for 27 years for a murder I didn't commit, and by doing so, they left the murderer on the street, you know? So there's that. No one thinks about that aspect of it. They actually left the killer on the street to falsify evidence against me. Was the original killer ever found and arrested. Yeah, the original killers testified at open court that, that I wasn't with them and they hadn't and I had nothing to do with. Granted immunity from prosecution. That's how I got out. So you wouldn't have got out otherwise? Oh no, I wouldn't have got out otherwise. Not at all. Hang on, hang on. They got immunity. 
Yes, they did. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yes, they did. I am speechless. They they took 27 well, 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 years of your well, life what away. What happened was the, the, the district attorney wanted to know if they had an innocent man in jail. So he granted them immunity from prosecution to come into court and tell the truth. And they did. They all admitted they had they did it and I had nothing to do with it. But they don't serve yeah. any time? No, 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 no. Not one day. No, not Holy at all. Holy Christ. Oh, yeah. How did you feel the day that you found that out? Well, I almost fainted when they said I could free to go. But, you know, it was a little surreal. But And it still is. But... You know, I was happy to say the least. So, um, how long ago were you released then? 2013. And how has life been since? Pretty good. You know, I own a little smoothie shop and a rental property, and I get up and work every day. But to get to see my family every day, that's most important to me, you know? Uh, I, I don't know how, like, I, I don't know how you kept yourself going for 27 years in prison, knowing full well that other people are on the outside who actually killed someone. What I did was I tried to, um, you know, keep tunnel vision on getting out of prison. Had I become a convict and fell into the ways of the prison life, I'd probably still be there. So I just had tunnel vision on trying to get out of prison. I would write anybody who would listen to innocent projects and lawyers and attorneys and news organizations. And, you know, I wrote everybody. Oprah Winfrey, uh, Ruben Hurricane Carter, I wrote everything. And so basically what kept me focused in jail was trying to get out of jail. <laughs> you know, that's what kept me probably alive and probably get to get out of those, those prison walls was, you know, just constantly fighting to get out. I was so focused. I didn't, didn't it almost had my like whatever was in my peripheral I almost ignored it just trying to get out of prison and you know you read this you know? story and I know you were compensated for your time in prison but it's it's just not the same the money probably means nothing oh, the money means absolutely nothing they can't give me my time back I did 27 years in prison straight without ever seeing the street they can't give me that back I lost time with my family with my kids with my grandkids with my wife they can't give me that time back so you know the money means nothing I mean I know how to make money they didn't give me a dime I know how to make money I'm a small business owner and I know how to make money so it's not about the money you know if somebody needs to be held accountable for what happened that's more important so then I suppose bigger picture what, what is your perception of the legal system in, in your country at the moment? I mean, have you lost all faith in it or how do you feel? I think, you know, in regards to the legal system in America, I, I'm obviously, I'm, I'm under the impression we have the best legal system in the world. Well, well, could you get jury 12 of your peers to look at the evidence, weigh it, and, and make a decision? The thing that is messed up about our system is the biases that the human beings bring to the system. We have a pretty good system, but the biases that come with the human beings, the human beings are never going to be perfect. So we screw up the system with how we feel about a certain person at a certain time, and we investigate our cases accordingly to how we feel about people. And if a judge is overseeing this evidence and he feels a certain way about people, you know, and if a district attorney feels a certain way about people, he investigates the, the, per, the crime in kind. So... I think we have a good system. We just got some screwed up people. That's what I think. It's fair enough. Yeah, we have screwed up people here as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, all over the world. Unfortunately mm -hmm. so. God. Well, um, listen, it's been absolutely fascinating talking to you about, about that, about your 27 years behind bars for a crime you did not commit. It's, you know, I think impressive and insanely amazing how you kept focused and how you kept determined yeah. but um, listen thank Mark, Mark Shan thanks a million for speaking to us um, this evening here on FM 104 I wish you all the best for the, for the rest of your life thank you so much appreciate you for having me Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.